We meet today in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 to verse 10. Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 to verse 10. Here we see Paul stating his subject. It's also a warm declamation. In this section, Paul sharply reproves the Galatians for so soon turning aside to a false gospel and denounces, he denounces an awful case on all who preach any other doctrine than that which they had received from him. Paul now states his subject. He goes from cold to hot. In fact, he is hot under the collar. Why? The reason is that there are those who are mutilating the gospel. Paul would give his life for the gospel. He was amazed at how the Galatian believers had given up the good news of the gospel of Christ for the bad news that the false teachers had brought them. Paul's concern was not over alternative viewpoints of interpretation, but he was warning them about turning from the truth to lies from what was right to what was wrong. The significance of what Paul says here emerges from the contrast between the two words translated different and another. Paul is amazed that the Galatians had embraced a different, a different, the Greek word heteros, a different gospel. In reality, what they have embraced is not Another alos, Greek word alos, is not another gospel. By the way, heteros means another of a different kind, whereas alos indicates another of the same variety. Paul says that the Galatian drift toward a different gospel is not a mere variation, but in reality, the acceptance of a view that is a totally desperate teaching. Since salvation is by grace alone, the Galatian emphasis on the works of the law was a distinct and erroneous doctrine. Verse 8 assesses the seriousness with which Paul views the Judaizing tendencies. Anyone, even an angel from heaven, who proclaimed any other form of gospel than that which Paul had preached, Paul said, let him be accursed. The word there in Greek accursed is anathema, which means set aside for destruction. So you sense that Paul speaks here with a very stern seriousness here. And he is surprised why they are doing so. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. Now, there are two aspects of the gospel, and it can be used in two senses. First, they are the facts of the gospel, and then there is the interpretation of the facts. The facts of the gospel are the death, burial, and bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. Paul said to the Corinthians in First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 to verse 4, 
For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. Now, you see, these are the historical facts of the gospel, which cannot be changed. These cannot be changed. You have never preached the gospel unless you have stated these facts. The death, burial, and bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. The second aspect of the gospel is the interpretation of those facts. They are to be received by faith plus nothing. By faith plus nothing. Now, the subject of Paul's letter to the Galatian believers concerns the interpretation of the facts of the gospel, how they were interpreting the facts of the gospel. In terms of accepting the facts, they did, but their interpretation was missing the point. The Judaizers had followed Paul into the Galatian country. They did not challenge the facts of the gospel. After all, 500 people at once saw the Lord Jesus Christ after his resurrection. When you have that many people around as witnesses, you don't run around denying the facts of the gospel. So, the facts were accepted. The heresy they were promoting now concerned the interpretation of those facts. They were very sly and subtle and said something like this. Listen to them. Did Brother Paul come here among you? Then the people would say, Yes, he came and preached the gospel and we accepted it. We are converted. We are now new believers. We are born again. We know Christ is our Savior and we are in the body of believers. Then the Judaizers would respond, Oh, that's wonderful. Brother Paul is accurate as far as he goes, but he doesn't go far enough. Did he tell you that you should keep the Mosaic law as well? Oh, he didn't. Well, he should have told you that. Yes, you are to trust Christ, but you must also follow the Mosaic law or you won't be saved. That's how sly and subtle their argument came. Now, this is one of the oldest heresies known, and it is still with us today. It is adding something to the gospel of grace. The gospel of grace is simply accept the facts of the gospel by faith alone. But the heresy teaches us to add something rather than simply believing something. It is faith plus something rather than faith plus nothing. Every cult and ism that has gone out into the world has something for you to do in order to be saved. It is not just believing. In fact, human beings, many kind, have also been trapped by our desire and need many times not to simply believe, but also to work out something. When we have done something, when we have participated in adding or subtracting out of our behavior, then we believe it has happened. It was the problem even with Naaman. The prophet of God simply told him to go and wash 
in the river Jordan. The prophet did not even come and touch his head and shake him. Even the cults in our continent, some people would believe that they have been healed. If the prophet would come and touch them and shake them, some people even will not take the message of the physician who will simply give them a tablet. Some would rather have an injection, even if it is of water. You see, people want to have done something and have a sense of saying, I have done something. This was the problem with cults and the same cultic tendencies were entering into the church at Galatia. It is faith plus the obedience and the keeping of the Mosaic law. That was Judaizing the gospel. It was wrong. Now, it is interesting that Paul said to the Philippian jailer, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Acts chapter 16, verse 31. Simon Peter said to the Sanhedrin, Nor is there any salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Christ told the apostles to preach the gospel of salvation by grace. They were not to do anything to gain their salvation, but they were to trust what Christ already had done for them. The gospel shuts out all works. Now Paul is writing to the Galatian believers, and he is saying, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel. Galatians chapter 1 verse 7 which is not another but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. You see the word pervert is the Greek word metastrephi. It is a strong word here used by Dr. Luke in speaking of the sun turned to darkness, Acts chapter 2 verse 20, and by James speaking of laughter turned to mourning in James chapter 4 verse 9. To attempt to change the gospel has the effect of making it the very opposite of what it is. My friend, this is very important to see. By doing so, making the gospel Adding the law is actually making the gospel the opposite of what it stands for. Galatians chapter 1 verse 8. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Now, this verse is very strong. It is as strong as anything could possibly be. Paul says that if even an angel dared to declare any other message than the gospel, that angel should be dismissed with a strong invective. Condemnation. Let him be accursed. If an angel should appear to me right now and say, you are right as far as you go, but you also have to do something to be saved. Or if an angel should appear to you as you listen to me right now and say, Asafa is correct as far as he goes, but you should do something else. 
both you and I should say to that angel, should say to that celestial being, get out of here. I'm not listening to you. Although you are an angel from heaven, I will not listen to you. That's what Paul is saying. Let him be accused. If anyone would preach any different gospel, may I add again, if anyone who will claim to have obtained doctorate degrees in the Bible and has studied widely and even claimed to have traveled the whole world and even claimed to have been to Israel, if they are preaching any other gospel, let that person be accursed. It doesn't matter how many accolades follow after their names have been mentioned. My friend, in our day we hear many speakers who are trying to give us another gospel. They may look like angels to you after all. We know that Satan is transformed into an angel of light and his ministers are transformed as the ministers of righteousness. But the message is, if they are saying the different gospel, let them be accursed. Let them be accursed. Satan will masquerade himself. He will pretend to be an angel of light when he is darkness. Now listen to Paul again. As we have said before, now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. Galatians 1 verse 9. You see, in strong language, Paul says, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. That literally means let him be damned. Friend, I cannot make that statement any stronger. Let him be condemned. Let him be eternally condemned. You see, the gospel shuts out all works. Romans 4 verse 5 says, But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. You see, the Lord Jesus said that he didn't come to call the righteous. He came to call sinners. The reason he said that was because there is no one righteous, no not one. Even the righteousness of men is as filthy rags in God's sight. Law condemns us and it must make us speechless before grace can save us. Romans chapter 3 verse 19 tells us that now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. You see, the real difficulty is not that people should be good enough to be saved, but that they are not bad enough to be saved. Humanity refuses to recognize its lost condition before God. This is the human predicament. But my friend, let me make it even more known. God will have to declare you a sinner first before he can declare you a saint. He has first of all to reduce you to your place before he can raise you to a place of honor. Remember, you are a creature. He is the creator. When you go to him, you don't go to him in your own terms, but according to his own terms. It is the sick who needs a physician, 
not the one who has good health. So this is why the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. This became a stumbling block to the Jews. This is still a stumbling block even to the Gentiles and peoples of the world because they want to help God. You cannot help God. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ plus nothing and you will be saved, you and your household. The Judaizers did not deny the facts of the gospel that Jesus died and rose again. What they denied was that this was adequate. They insisted that you have to keep the law plus trusting Christ. Paul is saying that whoever tries to mingle law and grace, let him be damned. Why? Because they pervert the gospel. That is perverting the gospel. To make the gospel even say the opposite of what it stands for. They do not deny the facts of the gospel, but they misinterpret those facts. They pervert it. Galatians 1 verse 10 For do I now persuade men, O God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bond servant of Christ. Now, the word persuade here means to make a friend of. Now, the Schofield Reference Bible translates it, seek the favor of. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 and chapter 4 verse 1, it is please God, in contrast to self or others. Now, the preaching of the gospel is not pleasing to lost men. And that is important, my friend. No man can please both God and man. The Life Application New Testament Commentary has a beautiful comment on this issue of pleasing God. And the, the warning there is worth noting. I quote from it. Much of church growth philosophy centers on market approach, discovering what people want and need. For a culture that treats God and the Bible as irrelevant, this approach may be the only way to break through the barriers. But we must have our motives clearly understood. If our desire to please people, our packaging of the gospel may take priority over the content. If our purpose is evangelism, then reaching people through felt needs can be legitimate. We must not forget that our allegiance to Christ comes first. We must never water down his authority in the life of a believer in order to bring him or her into the church. End of the quotation. Now, that is a wonderful warning here. You see, my friend, if you preach the gospel of grace today, you may get into trouble because it is the gospel of the grace of God that the sinner hates. Many unsaved church members do not want to hear the message of grace. They want to hear a message that appeals to the flesh. The gospel of grace puts us in the dust and makes us beggars before God. You see, the sinner does not want to do that. By nature, many people respond to legalism. Man thinks he doesn't need a savior. All he needs is a helper. Oh, my friend, we are sinking for the third time. We need somebody to save us. Those who preach law are popular. Let us be honest. 
Christ does not want your old life, and he does not want my old life either. We have nothing to commit to him. He wants to do something through us. God is not even asking you to live the Christian life. No. In fact, you cannot live a Christian life. God is simply asking that he might live the Christian life through you. The epistle to the Galatians teaches this. But first of all, we must come to Christ as sinners to be saved. Our churches are filled today with people who are not saved. Do you know why? They have never come to Christ and received him as their savior. They feel like they have something to commit to him. You have nothing to commit to Christ, my friend. He wants to commit something to you on the contrary. He is the one who died and he is the one who is on the giving end. We read in Romans chapter 6 verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It is just as simple as that. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior? That is important, my friend. Man's conscience witnesses to the law and legal conviction will lead to works. Man tries to compensate for the fact that he is not doing enough. He tries to balance his good works against his sins and have enough on the plus side to be saved. The Apostle Paul, you recall, tried to do this. And he had a whole lot of the plus side. But one day, when he met Jesus Christ, the whole story changed. Then even the way he speaks became different. He now says, in Philippians 3, verse 7 to verse 8, what was gain for me became loss, and what was loss became gain. The Holy Spirit witnesses to grace today, my friend. This is the gospel conviction that leads to faith. Actually, the Lord denies the fall of man. This was the position of Cain. Grace acknowledged the fall of man, as Abel did when he brought his offering to God. Like Abel, we must all come to God and ask for grace, and ask for grace. Have you come to Jesus Christ and ask for grace? Today is the day of salvation. When you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. You can have copies of the notes and outlines used for these Living Word for Africa programs so you can follow them as you listen. For your copies, please send a WhatsApp message or SMS to plus two seven seven two six four one four four seven five. Please say which book of the Bible you want them for and be sure to include your name and contact information. I'll repeat that number for you. It's country code two seven followed by 7264144475 from within south africa it's 0726414475